Hi guys, welcome to WS Online. And um, you know, it's good to be here, even though I can't meet you in person. Uh, I hope that as you're watching at home, uh, that you'll be able to continue to engage with God's word. And uh, even though I can't see you, uh, I pr I'm praying for you as well. And you know, our world is changing as we speak. Countries are in lockdown, jobs are on the line, and toilet paper is hard to find. And, and I think it's normal as human beings that we feel a sense of uncertainty and fear of what's going to happen. But as Christians, you know, we have the good news today. We have the good news that Jesus is alive and he is Lord. And he is Lord over us and he's Lord over the coronavirus. So we do not have to fear, but this is a great opportunity for us to show the love of Christ to those around us. And for those of you who are watching at home, we miss you. And it's unfortunate we can't meet together, but we are praying for you. And please don't hesitate to contact me or the other pastors or the other leaders if you do need help with anything. Well, with that in mind, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to pray to you as Lord of all. We thank you that you are the sovereign God and that you are still in control. And we pray during this time of crisis uh, that we will continue to trust in you. And not only that, Lord, that we will continue to reach out with the gospel until you return. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if this is your first time joining us, uh, we've been doing our church vision series for the last three weeks. And just a recap, our vision is this. To be a people of God, uh, growing in Christ, reaching out with the gospel until he returns. And today we're at the last sermon of the series, uh, and it's about reaching out with the gospel. And if you didn't get to hear about uh, what other sermons are about, I encourage you to listen to them online. Uh, you can go to our website, wscc.org.au. But today I'm just going to uh, go through uh, what reaching out with the gospel means for us as a church. And I'm just going to have three points. Now, why do we need to reach out with the gospel? What is the gospel? And how do we reach out with the gospel? So why? Why do we need to reach out with the gospel? So let's read from Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So Jesus gave, this is, this is known as a great commission, and Jesus gave this commission to the disciples after his death and resurrection. And he says that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him, all authority. Now I just want you to imagine the people who has authority over your life right now. Uh, is, it, is it your teacher? Uh, is it your parent? It could be your boss? Uh, it could be the police? Or is it the pri prime minister? Well, Jesus says he has authority over all of them and over you. He is the supreme authority in the universe for all eternity. And in the Bible, we've seen that Jesus has done so many things. He's, he's healed the sick. Uh, he's forgiven sins. He's calmed the stone. He, he can walk on the water. 
and ultimately he rose from the dead himself. He has absolute authority over everything you can think of, even the coronavirus. And he is the king of kings and the lord of lords. You know, you know when some people say, when I die, I'm going to meet my maker? What Jesus says, when you die, you're going to meet me. I'm your maker, I'm your judge, I'm your lord, and you're going to have to answer to me. There's no corner of the world where Jesus is not Lord today. And everyone will confess one day, whether you believe in him or not, that Jesus Christ is Lord. And because of this, Jesus says, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them and teaching them. You know, why talk to your friends about Jesus? Why talk to your friends about everything about Jesus? It's not simply because we want them to be uh, more happy or to be fulfilled in Jesus, but because in reality, they belong to the one true Lord. Now, why take the gospel to the sick and the dying? Not simply because they will soon face eternity, but because they exist for the pleasure of the one true God. Now, why reach out to our youth here and glue a stick? It's not simply because Christianity will make them more moral or productive in their study or in life, but because in reality they belong to the one and only King Jesus. Now, why send missionaries to Japan, to Taiwan? It's not simply because they need rescuing from God's judgment, but because they too are creatures of the one true Creator, and He alone deserves their worship. Now, there's this story in the 19. In the 1930s, uh, these three young men, they went onto this bus and then there's, there's a guy sitting at the back and they started teasing him, they started insulting him. And uh, the guy didn't do anything. And then when the bus got to the stop of this stranger, he got up and these three men realized that he was a lot bigger than they had imagined originally. He walked past them and he gave them a business card and then he walked off. And the three men looked at the business card and it says, Joe Lewis, professional boxer. And it turned out that they had tried to start a fight with this man who, 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 who would become the world heavyweight champion for the next decade or so. They were trying to pick a fight with a professional boxer. Imagine you were these three men, how lucky you would have felt that day. But imagine if you were friends of this Joe Lewis on that day on the bus and these boys that were insulting him they were they were talking bad about him and even if joe didn't say anything you as his friends you will surely say something and maybe because out of fear that this three men might be knocked out by joe but i think there's a deeper there's a deeper there's a deeper um, thing here that these men they were in the presence of greatness and they didn't know it they had they had to be informed Joel's sheer greatness demands that. And we will surely have said to them, if we were Joel's friends, excuse me, do you know who this man is? And our friends and neighbors today, they live and they breathe in the presence of Jesus, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the greatest Lord of all, the one who has authority over all things, but they do not know him. And we as God's people, we who know his majesty, we who know his authority over all things, we must stand up and speak to promote his glory. And if we believe that all authority in heaven has been 
given to Jesus, then how can we not obey this commission that Jesus has given to go and make disciples, to baptize and to teach? And if we don't obey this, does that mean that there's a misunderstanding or there's something wrong with our understanding of Jesus' authority over our lives? And as Jesus says, whoever denies me before men, I will also deny him before my Father in heaven. And I think it is a human right for every individual to hear the rule of our King Jesus. So we reach out with the gospel because Jesus is Lord. Well, what is the gospel? You know, okay, Dan, I know I get the why, but what is the gospel? Uh, is the gospel simply just uh, uh, saying to your friend, hey, Jesus is king, accept it? I think it's so much more than that, that the goal of telling our, uh, certainly the goal of telling our friends is so that they can recognize that Jesus is king, but the gospel is also about what Jesus has done for us. And I just want to uh, uh, turn to 1 Corinthians uh, 15. This is a letter that Paul wrote to the Corinthians. And it says this in chapter 15, verse 3 to 5. It says, For what I received, which is the gospel, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, that He was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures, and that He appeared to Cephas and then to the Twelve. And then after that, He appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, and most of whom are still living, even though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James and to all the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me also, as to one abnormally born. So what is the gospel? Well, first of all, Paul says here that Jesus is the Christ. And Christ is just another title for Jesus, which means uh, the anointed one. That Jesus is God-anointed king, and Lord over all creation. And secondly, this king who has authority over, over all things came to this world and died for our sins. And you know, now, nowadays we don't have to look far to see how selfish and broken human beings can be. You know, people fighting over toilet paper, looking, looking out for their own interests, and the vulnerable and the elderly are the ones who suffer because of this. And I think none of us is perfect, if we're honest about it. None of us can approach God, the Holy One. And Jesus, the perfect, sinless man, and Lord of all creation, He came into this sin-infested world, and He came to take our place on the cross so that we don't have to be separated from God, so that we don't have to face the judgment of God. Now, I just want you to pause for a moment and just reflect on this at home. That Jesus, the King of the world, the King and Lord of all universe, came into this world, gave up all his privileges as King. And instead, he came as a humble servant, gave his life for us so that we can be saved, so that we can be freed, so that we can be forgiven so that we can be adopted into God's family, so that we can be promised this new this salvation and this new heaven and new earth, where there will be no more pain, no more death, no more tears, no more viruses. How amazing is that? So Jesus, 
came to die for our sins. And thirdly, he was buried and he rose from the dead. Now, why did Paul stress about his burial? Well, I think it's because he wants to show that it really happened, that Jesus really died, and therefore Jesus really did rise from the dead. And Jesus' resurrection from the dead shows that he is the one true eternal Lord of all. And I don't know if you're still going to the dentist nowadays, but you know, when you go to the dentist, I, and I hate going to the dentist myself, uh, but whenever you go into the dental clinic, they always have all these certificates on the wall, and, and it's just to show that they are, they are, they are qualified, they have authority to do the things that they normally do, they're, they are trained by this you know, Royal College of Dental uh, Torture or whatever. Uh, the certificates are their qualification, their authority uh, to do the things in our mouth. What well, Jesus' resurrection proves and shows his authority over all things, that even death, even death, and he shows that he is Lord of all, Lord of all. And isn't this a privilege that we get to work with the King and Lord of the universe uh, to bring more people to salvation, to bring more people to hope in eternal life. And finally, uh, Jesus appeared to more than 500 people and then to James and to all the apostles and lastly Paul himself. And Paul is saying that the gospel is the good news that's been observed, that's been witnessed by many witnesses. So in other words, when we believe, we do not, it's not just, uh, we're just blindly believing a story that was transcribed in a book. It is a true historical account. And I think today we can use historical fact and evidence to sh that we have on the Bible uh, to sh to, and other sources to show to others that Jesus indeed is real, that he indeed rose from the dead, and that he is my Lord, and not just my Lord, but he is your Lord too. And so to sum it up, what is the gospel? The gospel is about the historical and true account of the Lord Jesus Christ who died for our sins, who was buried and who raised from the dead and now ruling over us all in heaven. And then Paul in another letter to Romans says this, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Do you believe in him? Now, if this is you watching at home right now and you haven't yet made the decision to accept Jesus as your Lord, and I just want to urge you right now just to take a moment to think about where you're at with God. And if you, made, if, if you decide to make this decision to accept Jesus as your Lord, we want to celebrate with you and we want to walk with you in this journey. So please let us know, uh, talk to me, or you can send me a message, send me an email afterwards, uh, and, or any other pastors. Uh, uh, and, you know, we can Zoom, we can talk face-to-face uh, -face online. Um, I would just love to listen, uh, hear from you as well. And, and you know, once uh, for, for, for all of us, we have this precious jewel that we found uh, on the field, and we wouldn't just want to keep it to ourselves, right? We want to share it with other people. And this brings me to my next point. You know, how do we reach out with the gospel? How do we reach out with the gospel? You know, John Dixon, uh, he's one of the well-known uh, um, pastors and evangelists here in Sydney. He wrote a book called The Best Kept of Christian Mission. And he talks about 
proclaiming the gospel and promoting the gospel. So proclaiming the gospel is basically just evangelism, telling people about Jesus. And promoting the gospel is more of a broader category, uh, which includes anything that draws people to Christ, and that includes evangelism. And we know in the Bible that God gives different gifts to different people. You know, there's people who are evangelists, there's people who are teachers, prophets, and some people are just very gifted in telling people about Jesus, in proclaiming the gospel. Uh, but the Bible also talks about promoting the gospel, especially in the way that we live out our faith. And more and more in the world that we live in today, in the postmodern world that we live in today, uh, people are less interested about what you believe and what you say, uh, but they're more interested about whether you talk the talk and walk the walk. Now, that doesn't mean that if you're not gifted as an evangelist that you, you can't tell people about Jesus. You, you can do and you should whenever opportunity arises. But at the same time, there are many ways of promoting the gospel as well. And Paul gives us some uh, examples in Colossians, in the book of Colossians. So I'm just going to read that. Colossians verse, uh, chapter 4, verse 2 to 6. Uh, Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful, and pray for us too that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ, for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should, and be wise in the way that you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. So there's very practical tips here, and I just want to draw three points from this. So firstly, prayer, prayer. We've got to pray for others to know Jesus. Devote yourself to prayer, and we know that ultimately it is God himself who brings people to him. And, as we, and I think also as we pray for the lost, it will also help us to be more intentional with them, to, more, to be more intentional, to reach out to them. Uh, and I find that when, when I pray for my uh, I work as a hospital pharmacist in my part-time part work as well. So when I pray for my colleagues in the hospital, and God always opens doors for conversation with, uh, about my faith. And, uh, and, and because I pray, it also makes me more mindful and conscious of the opportunity that came to me. So pray for your family, pray for your friends, pray for your neighbors, especially during this time. And pray that God will use this situation uh, to reveal himself to, to, to the people uh, in their home, uh, but also that uh, people will uh, be more willing to seek him as well. So maybe this week, maybe right now, you can just think of one person in your life uh, who's yet to acknowledge Jesus, the presence of our greatest Lord in their life. Then you can pray for them. Think of that person and pray for them. And not only that, we've got to pray for more workers to be sent. We've got to pray for more workers to reach the lost. And when you're praying for that, you are actually promoting the gospel. Uh, you are personally seeking the salvation of others. Don't underestimate the power of prayer. You know, if, if it wasn't for your prayer, uh, the Wongs wouldn't be in Japan right now, and the Nikerson wouldn't be in Taiwan, reaching out uh, to, to people in Taiwan and Japan. So keep praying for more workers to be sent, and pray for our missionaries, pray for the pastors, pray for your friends and family regularly, set a time each week, each day. Now that you have more time at home, why don't you use this time to pray? 
Why don't you use this God-given opportunity to pray? Set a day a week to do that. So pray. And secondly, look for opportunity. Look for opportunity. And Paul says here, pray, he prays that God may open the door for him to speak the gospel. So we need to look for opportunity. And actually, you know, we don't need to look far uh, here at WS. And um, I know that even though now we can't meet together, there are still many different ways that we can serve in various ministries. And, um, and even though uh, there's some of these ministries are suspended uh, for now, but you can, at the moment, you can think about whether you can serve in any of these ministries uh, when everything's come back together again. So, you know, at, at WS, where things like Sunday school, reaching out to, to our kids, and we have glue and stick while reaching out to the youth. We have scripture teaching, reaching out to, to our students around the area. And we just started this new Jesus Club, which is a ministry reaching out to the people with special needs. And we are thinking of starting ESL classes as well, reaching out to the migrants. And of course, we also have these Sunday services. Now that it's online, you can share it with your friends and family. What an opportunity for them to hear the gospel. And, and, and like I said before, some of these are not happening at the moment, but you know, we still need help with the technology side of things. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm very thankful with the team that we have here this morning, but uh, we still need more help. I, I need help with doing some stuff with the youth ministry, so if you can help, let me know. Uh, it's a great opportunity to reach out with the gospel. But you, you can also look for opportunity outside of church as well. You know, where are you living? Where are you working? And I think God has placed you and me, wherever He's put us, in order to make disciples of all nations. And now that you have more time, I think you, some of you have more time with your family right now, uh, you can ask them whether they would like to read the Bible with you. Or your friends, even, even if you can't meet physically. You can use things like, because now we have great technology, you can use things like Zoom, uh, Skype, or Google, hang, Google Hangouts uh, to meet online. And you can meet them face-to-face -face as well. Uh, but just make sure you practice social distancing, do the right thing. Um, and if you don't know how to read the Bible with someone, I can recommend this website for you. It's called thewordone2one.com. Thewordone2one.com. And they have these free resources on the John Gospel. Um, you can go to their website. You can download it for free. And it will give you some guides on how you can read through a Bible with someone. And they will have also discussion and reflective questions as well. And, you know, if you do this on Zoom, you can share the screen to the other person as well so they can read it with you at the same time. So this is a great opportunity. Even though we are online, there's still so many different opportunities that we can, we can utilize. So don't waste this time that God has given us. So look, look and take the opportunity. Well, finally, uh, we got to exhibit godly behavior and speech. And Paul, say, Paul says that be wise in the way that you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity and let your conversation be full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. So WS Strathview, WS Online, this is your time to shine. The coronavirus is a golden opportunity for us to live out our faith in a way that's attractive and draw people to want to hear more about the Jesus that you believe. And even though this virus might be going, going viral right now, we can also 
be going viral with the way that we live our life as well. And you know, now nowadays it's this uh, uh, there's this viral kind of movement that's been going on. And I think uh, some of the churches have adopted this and they changed uh, some of these things. Uh, they've been giving out this card uh, to people's home. So uh, especially during this time when some a lot of people are self-quarantining themselves at home, you can still show them love. So if you can help um, offer them to do shopping, uh, you can uh, give them a call, you can pray for them. Um, you can also volunteer for the Strathfield Councils. You know, they started a, a whole different programs as well to help the vulnerable in our society, in our community. Uh, you can organize gifts of essential items. You can connect with people who are feeling lonely, especially this time. So it's a great opportunity uh, to live out our faith uh, with with the community around us right now. And it's a great opportunity to show them, to promote the gospel in this way. And as we show our viral kindness to others, people will ask you questions. And here is your chance to speak to them about Jesus. And Paul says here, you got to be full of grace and seasoned with salt. In, in other words, we just got to be we just got to be gentle and respectful. You know, there's been time in the past when people question about my belief. I, I could easily just uh, raise my voice and started to become very defensive. And, you know, I tried to do that last year with one of the Uber drivers. It didn't work that well. So uh, I was trying to win the argument for my sake rather than the person for Christ's sake. I think especially during this time when you might be stuck at home with your family, There'll be a lot of conversations going on. Be gracious to them. Listen to them. You know, be quick to listen and slow to speak. And remember, win the person rather than the argument. It will go a long way to winning them to Christ. So there you go. There's some suggestions here. I know there's a lot here, but I just want you to... Uh, you know, if you miss some of them, you can always click back and see what I just said. But I just want you to be prayerful and to reflect on some of the opportunities and ways we can reach out, especially during this time. And because Jesus has given us this commission, Jesus, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, all authority has been given to him. And how he's commissioned us to go and make disciples of all nations. And he promised to be with us until the very end. And each day as we live, to the, to the end of history as we know it, and to his presence is always with us as we speak of him and engage in his great work of reaching out with the gospel until he returns. Let me pray. Father God, we thank you for this great opportunity that you've given us. And regardless of where we are, and what might be happening what might be happening around our our world lord you are still lord and that you have given us this great commission to make disciples so help us to be bold help us to be prayerful help us to, to make the most of every opportunity help us to to exhibit our faith in a way that is attractive so that more people can be drawn to you in jesus name amen and now the music team is going to lead us a time of uh, singing as well